Hey, 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 what's up, podcast listeners? This is The Honest Ugly, and my name is Jennifer. And if you're new here, we spend a lot of time talking about identity and intimacy. Not just with people, but beginning with our relationship with God, our relationship with ourselves, and out of the overflow of those relationships, we become intimate with other people. And today, we're talking about loving without expecting a return. Now, I have a post-it thing in my closet, and it says, be willing to love even if it feels like a great loss and sacrifice. Has anyone ever felt like that? Have you guys felt like that? Have you felt like loving other people has come at a great cost? Like a great sacrifice has been made on your part to give of yourself, to die of yourself so others around you can live? Well, if you're human, you know what loss feels like. And if you're a mom, you know what loving at a cost feels like. Even though we moms can love no matter what our kids do, we often feel taken advantage of. We often feel like maybe they don't love us back as deeply as we love them. We often get tangled up in maybe wanting to be tempted to shut our hearts off because we love them so freely, yet we don't get anything back. And that's a lie from the enemy. We get a lot back. But that's not my point. You know the feelings, right? Do they surface maybe on Mother's Day when your expectations aren't met? Or maybe on your birthday? Maybe you do a lot of special things for everyone in your life and not many people do special things back for you. You know what I'm talking about, right? You feel like you give and give and give of yourself but get very little in return. Maybe you feel like that in your marriage. If you're in a marriage, you may know what it feels like to desire something deeper than what you're currently experiencing. Maybe not. I hope that's not you, but I'm surrounded by a lot of women and a lot of men who are unhappy in their marriages because they're not getting what they expected. Well, the honest, ugly truth is that we rarely choose to love others without expecting to be loved back. Do you feel that's true? That you love others in hopes that you they will love you back, that you will get something back, that you will get a return? Well, one thing the Lord has helped me with lately is my identity, to know that I'm fully known and deeply loved by Him. God has really helped me and grown me to love people deeper without being disappointed when they don't offer much back. That's really new for me. God has done a huge work in my life to where I do not become easily disappointed when my love for others is so deep yet it feels like I don't get much back out of those relationships. When I look at God, I look at His character and how He loves so generously and how He gives so freely of Himself. God does not withhold Himself from us. He gives and He gives and He offers and He invites and we can have as much of Him as we are willing to receive. And the thing about God is, is that if we don't love him back, he still keeps on offering himself generously. And I want to love like that. I want to have a heart so wide open and full of compassion that my love is an open invitation for people to receive it. Whether they want to give it back or not, 
shouldn't affect me. I don't want it to affect me. I just want to be able to be a vessel of God's love to pour into other people. And if they want to receive it and be blessed by it, that is their choice. But it doesn't affect how I show up on a daily basis and continue to love. But that hasn't always been the case for me. It's been tough for me to keep moving toward people when I don't get anything back or to keep initiating when there's not a response or to keep just keep on and keep on being intentional about trying to build relationships that don't seem very fruitful. It's been hard for me and it's been disappointing in so many ways, but God has so healed my heart in such a way that I feel as if I am learning. I've learned so much and I am still learning and I know that I have much to learn, but this whole love without expecting a return feels really, really peaceful in my heart right now. And I just wanted to come and share with you three things that helped me learn to love without expecting a return. I honestly hope this episode isn't useful for anyone because if it isn't useful for anyone, that means that all of you listeners out there really have a hold of the ability to love without expecting a return. But I fear that is not the case. I fear, uh, fear is not the right word, but I think that this episode is probably going to hit home for a lot of people, a lot of listeners, because I feel as if we're a group of people that really want to love well, but we don't know our true identity in Christ. And we put out invitations to people to so we can feel loved back. And we're not feeling loved back. So we try harder and we try harder. But God has shown me that I don't have to try. I can experience intimacy and deep and deeply know that I am loved by Him. And that can become enough. So today, three things that helped me love without expecting a return. Number one, I have chosen to believe my true identity. Now, not because I woke up one day and decided I'm going to believe my true identity. No, 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 no. God has had to strip away so much in my life and reveal to me how much I have put him in a box and how many things I didn't believe about what he has said about me. I have always known I am loved and I am chosen and I am accepted, but knowing it in my head is a completely different story than embracing it with my heart and living it out as if I truly believe it. Now, not only do I know, but I live every day embracing the fact and it controls my actions that I know and believe that I am loved and I am chosen and I am accepted no matter what I do. There is nothing I can do to make God love me more and there is nothing I can do to make Him love me less. And I hope today that God sparks something in you to believe this about yourself too, that no matter what you do, no matter where you find yourself today, you are fully known and deeply loved. He has chosen you. He has accepted you. And you are his child and he adores you. That is your identity. You are loved by the most holy God. When I truly embrace that, 
then there wasn't this desire to be loved by other people. He's given me that. We'll get that get to that in a second. But that hasn't been my motive on earth is to feel loved. Now I just feel like I want to love people. And it doesn't matter if they love me back or not, because I'm already experiencing the most deep, intimate love I could experience ever with, with God because He has so solidified my identity with Him. The second thing that has helped me love without expecting a return is to learn that love can have healthy boundaries. Now, I didn't even know what exactly that meant until the last couple of years, but working on having healthy boundaries. Now, for me, healthy boundaries means that I can set boundaries in my life, not to keep people out, but to invite them into a healthy relationship with me. So loving others to me doesn't mean that I'm a doormat. Loving others doesn't mean that I shouldn't consider my own needs. Loving others doesn't mean I have to be in intimate relationship with everyone. And loving others doesn't mean I have to be a people pleaser. It doesn't mean I have to lose myself to please other people. It just means that I can have healthy boundaries. I can love well and still consider myself. You know, there's a scripture that says, consider others better. And I have always been a firm believer of dying to self so others could live. Because isn't that what Jesus did? He died so that we could live. And so I embrace that, like, I should die so others can live. But in doing that, I lost myself and I became a doormat and I didn't consider myself. And one day God reminded me of that scripture, consider others better. And he said, Jennifer, you are one of those others. Don't forget to consider yourself. So learning healthy boundaries is huge. If you need help with that, I would suggest maybe doing some research. I can help you as a life coach. I have been seeing a counselor that has helped me tremendously with having healthy boundaries because you never want to set boundaries out of anger or determination to keep people out. The goal of healthy boundaries is to invite people into a healthy relationship. And having these healthy boundaries has really helped me love without expecting a return. I began noticing that all of my disappointments in life were because I didn't have healthy boundaries. So the healthier boundaries I set in my life, the the easier it the easier it is to take ownership of my own ability to be loved by God. My, not my ability to be loved by God, but my ability to see that my actions are my own and that I get to choose how I feel. I get to choose how I look at being taken advantage of. I get to choose how I feel about being rejected because if I'm rejected by people and I don't have healthy boundaries, one, that's my fault. I'm setting myself up to be rejected. And also, I'm not believing that I'm fully chosen already. So healthy boundaries, I just got off on a tangent that I don't even know what I'm talking about, but Healthy boundaries is huge, and it's been a huge thing in my life to help me to love others without expecting a return. And the third thing is that I keep being honest with God in conversation about my human relationships. He helps me to keep moving toward people with a motive to express love, not to get it. He keeps helping me extend grace even when it's hard, but he's helping me because I'm in constant conversation with him. I keep asking him to meet all of my emotional and relational needs and not expect those needs to be met by people. 
And I keep on confessing when I'm disappointed and I keep asking God to heal me. And when I feel these disappointments, I can honestly take them to God and He is showing me where that disappointment is lying in an expectation of being loved by people where I want to just rest in the solid truth that God's love doesn't disappoint. When I find my when I find my identity in him, when I find my safety in him, when I find my value in him, then the disappointments just de- just keep slipping away because he does become enough. So today's encouragement to you is to ask yourself if your actions and motives and relationships are an attempt to express love to others or to receive love. And if your your motive is to receive it, then I challenge you to invite God into those places where you're not choosing to believe in your truest identity, the identity that God has given you as a child of God. I have so experienced a deeper level of His love over me being more than enough as He keeps solidifying my belief in who He says I am. And guess what happens with that? Yes, He is enough, but that doesn't mean I shut out people. As an extra bonus, He's actually increased the intimacy in my closest human relationships. It's like I stopped wanting to be loved by others, and I just wanted to love others well. And in doing that, my heart is just exploded with how much love I can receive from others now. It really is crazy. It reminds me that His ways are not our ways. He reminds me that those who pour out will themselves be filled up. It reminds me that when I can love without expecting a return, I get a return that is so much more than what I ever expected. So today, be encouraged and be challenged to seek out your motives and relationships. Do you want to be loved or do you just want to express God's love? I'll see you guys next time.